Welcome back to Sung's Garage. I don't know if you guys know, but Racer M actually went to film school. His knowledge of film is pretty deep. His passion for film is extreme. And he always has the coolest list of films he's watching or he has watched. So I just want to share some of his lists with you guys. And hopefully we can talk about it back at Sung's Garage. All right. This is Entertainment Review with Racer M and Sung Kang. Welcome to Sun's Garage. So let's just get to it. Top five favorite movies out now or you've seen recently? Okay, uh, I would say at the top of my list, it's got to be Knives Out. Knives Out. Yep, wow. directed by Ryan Johnson, okay. who did The Last Jedi. It has a star-packed cast with Anna de Armas providing like a really, really great performance. And it's basically a whodunit okay. in this style of like Clue and Agatha Christie, but modern context. And mm. it's about a patriarch of a family who writes mystery books and he dies and they need to figure out why they killed him and who. Mm, okay. It's really good. And there's a lot of great scenes to talk about, but a lot of it comes from like whenever characters are recounting stories, you get to actually see them as they're going through the events. And um, I'm trying to think of a not spoilery way to describe this movie. Oh, well, Chris Evans has a great scene when he comes in, his mm. entrance into the movie. Mm. Oh, thank you. I needed these snacks. Yeah. Uh, I got chocolate in here too. I actually want chocolate. We just had dinner, so we need dessert. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, so Knives Out. So Knives Out is good. All right. Is it, wait, so is it an American film? Or is it's it an British? American film. All right. Yep. So, so what's the demo? Like, will, will a, like, will a high school student or a college kid, Southern Cali kid be able to dig this film? I think if they actually, like, sat down with it and they weren't just going to, like, dip very quickly, I think so, yeah. Okay. Because right. he has a really good pacing for his direction. All right. Who's the director? Ryan Johnson. All right. Ryan Johnson, he did Brick. Yeah. Yeah. And Looper. Oh. You know. And this Bloom. And Brick, um, a friend, fellow actress. Um, Nora. With, Nora, yeah, it's a heat term. Studied with my acting teacher. I met her when she first came to L.A. Wonderful. Beautiful. Amazing talent, right? Yeah, amazing. She All right. Femme Fatale in Brick. Yeah. She was really Most good. Most definitely. Very film noir. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, we were at Sundance for... Finishing the game when Brick was there. Finishing yeah, the game Brick, or Brick was four. BLT. Brick was five. So BLT. Yeah, so we were there the same year. Really? I thought BLT was like two thousand something, right? Two thousand five. Two thousand, right? Two thousand one. Two thousand two. Oh shit. What BLT? Wait, so and Brick was two thousand five. Two thousand five. Well, finishing the game was two thousand five. Yeah, because it was after Tokyo Drift. We went to finish the game. She was there for a break. Huh. That's right. Okay, so number two. Number two, um, Midsummer. Okay. That's directed by Ari Aster. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great horror movie about relationships. Mm -hmm. So it's not something you want to watch if your relationship is on the rocks. But it's 
about these people that go to, I think, Sweden, mm. and they, they're there for this ceremony, and things don't go as planned. And um, let's see. It doesn't sound very good. It's the direction adds a lot to it. Huh? So there's like drug use in the movie. They oh. take like psychedelics for the sequence. Actually, that's a really good scene. They all take psychedelics and the lead character, she doesn't feel like she's in a good place. Uh -huh. And so she starts to freak out. And I've never taken acid, but like... Have you, have take, have you taken any psychedelics? No. None. No mushrooms, do no I, nothing. Do you have any interest? Yeah, but I'd have to like make sure my mental well-being is like rock solid before I, you know, it's stupid to go in with like a bad mindset. All right, so uh, number three, what was the uh, number three film? Us. 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 I saw Us. Yep. Yeah. You saw it? You actually saw I it? I actually saw oh. this because my wife is a huge Get Out fan. Huge. She and we both love Key and Peele. Uh -huh. Like we would just when we like on gloomy days, like you know, if like you know we're just kind of in like a gloomy mood, we'll watch old Key and Peele YouTube and just it just just laugh and they're so talented. So you have like a favorite segment on Key and Peele. Key and Peele. Uh -huh. Favorite. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I love I love the episode when the two dudes like come you know the, the like the couple the, the one couple visits the other couple and they're in the basement. They're like, yo man. You know, let me tell you the other day, you know, I was telling my wife, like, you know, I'm the man of the house, and, you know, you better listen to me, because I said, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and the wife is, you hear the wife is like, hey, honey. He's like, yep, 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 yep. I'm like, that's the story of my life. <laughs> yeah, but this is so amazing. So anyway, she loves Get Out, and then we were expecting the same feeling we had when we were watching Get Out, because... I felt like that was like a modern day homage to Hitchcock, homage to uh, Twilight Zone story type of telling. I just, I felt like it was right, it had a nice blend of comedy, but it wasn't, it wasn't slapstick, it wasn't what you were expecting. Um, but then the social satire and then just the overall uncomfort that that the honesty of the message mm -hmm. presented was like, I was just like, wow, this is ingenious. But I did not get that feeling from us. I didn't really understand it. My wife didn't either. Like we walked out a little just kind of spooked out. I felt like I just saw an actress that was like teary-eyed the whole movie and had this like weird asthma voice. I actually enjoyed Lupita's performance. She was I'm really... not saying she had a bad performance. Uh-huh, but you just didn't... I, like I, I, I don't know. What was the message of the movie? Uh, I thought I missed it. I feel like everything comes at a price. That there's always going to be someone who suffers. Like the tethered. I didn't get that. Oh. Why didn't get that? I don't, there's too many distractions. I think I got to sit down. And actually, I don't know. I think some, I was thinking about other stuff that day. I think that's one of those movies you got to... Got to be alone. Yeah, you think alone. I think so because I watched it. Did you watch it alone? No, I did not watch it alone the first time. And do you watch? Can you watch movies alone? Sure. Like at a theater. Absolutely. Without feeling weird. Um. Yeah. I just, Matinee or evening? Both. 
You can go to an evening movie alone. Degaff, degaff doesn't matter to me. Really? Yeah, sure. I'll come in at night. Like I like the mornings when no one's in the theater. I, I mean, that's 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 easy. But could you sit in the middle of like two couples? I feel like I feel like normal. You mean like am I the meat in a sandwich? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I don't have a problem. No, I could wait. I'll just wait for it to come out on cable. You just do that? But you saw us already. Us is already on video. Yeah, what's the point? I'm, <laughs> okay, so oh, us, okay. us is three. All right, go. Okay. So four. Oh, four. Four is a throwback. It's from 1994. It's oh. a movie called Tammy and the T-Rex. Tammy and, actually, and the T-Rex? Yes. Never heard of it. It actually stars... Then, I think, little known, Denise Richards and Paul Walker. Really? Yes. What? Young Paul Walker. So Tammy and the T-Rex is nuts. So it's basically a movie in which Paul Walker, I think, has a nut grab fight with another dude at the beginning. And they, like, grab each other's nuts until they're in pain. And then he gets this injury, and this evil scientist transplants Paul Walker's brain into an uh, animatronic T-Rex. Wow. And then he starts murdering people. That's it. I had a massive crush on her in that um, Matt Dillon film. Wild Things. Yes. It was amazing. I have to say, that was like the 90s. She was like the 90s crush. It went from, she was, she took, I think she took over my crush of uh, Kelly LeBrock from uh, Weird Science. You ever see Weird Science? I have not, but I know Kelly LeBrock. And she was married to Steven Seagal. What? Yeah. Holy crap. She was beautiful. Like Prime Seagal? Um, I don't know. I mean, he was accused of of domestic violence. And, uh, you know, she had a lot of personal issues, but she was in the film uh, Lady in Red, and with, um, what's his name? What's his name? What's that actor? Uh, Gene, Gene, Rich, Gene, Gene Richards. Gene Wilder? Gene Wilder. And uh, Kelly, oh, she's so beautiful in it. So oh. beautiful. I got homage to Marilyn Monroe's, like, whole skirt up thing. You know, oh. yeah. and, um, and then she came out in Weird Science. So, uh, why are we talking about Weird Science? Um, we were talking about Denise Richards. Oh, Denise Richards. She was my, oh yeah, so she took, so Denise Richards took over my crush from uh, Kelly LeBrock. Who are your childhood movie actress crushes? From, mm. from the first time you started like being attracted to women? When, what, let's say 12 or 13. No, it's earlier. Okay. Uh, hmm, who's Fudge? I can't breathe in right now. I'm first, first crush, first crush. I can think of crushes, but I don't know first crush. Uh, well, the one thing I can remember was Catherine Zeta-Jones. And Zorro? Zorro, yeah. Really? She's really pretty. Well, yeah. She's not attainable. <laughs> no, 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 that character's not attainable. It's what? too, it's too <laughs> fantastical. Like, it's a Spanish, yeah. like, period piece. <laughs> Well, I had a crush on the actress, not the character. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah okay. Because yeah, yeah. um, you were talking about the character of Kelly LeBrock in Weird Science, yeah, or were you talking about the yeah. actor? Well, both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, actually both. I would say I was 
probably more infatuated with the idea of creating like a robot woman, an android woman that that you know will do ever do ever what and do do whatever you ask, right? Uh -huh. Like the super android, like personalized supermodel woman. I actually now I remember one, uh, Linda Fiorentino. She was in Men in Black, and she did a movie directed by Peter Berg. Who? Linda Fiorentino. She was the woman in Men in Black, the morgue, the mortician morgue person. No? Okay. I don't remember her. Dogma. Huh? Dogma? She's in Dogma. Oh, yeah. She's in Dogma. Right. One? Men in Black One? Yeah. Uh -huh. oh. She was the one who becomes an agent at the end, and then they just totally just black hair, her. Black hair? Yes. Real beautiful face? I think so. But, but, but kind of like tomboyish? Could, I mean, could I hang with I the could... boys? Could hang with the boys kind of look? Yeah, I mean... Looks like good in a suit? She's a femme fatale in that one Peter Berg movie. All right, let's move on. So that was four. So four, Tammy and the uh, T-Rex and number five. Final number five. Number five. It's from the 80s. It's called The Stuff. I think it's Larry Cohen who directed it. Uh -huh. But it's basically about this treat that people find, like an edible, tr edible treat that they find in the ground and they start selling it. Is it white? It looks like Yeah, it's white. I've yeah. seen it. Yeah, it's amazing. So good. So amazing. It's, it's like marshmallow. Yeah. Uh -huh. yes. Every time I ate Cool Whip, or a marshmallow, like I felt like it was. Uh, <laughs> I was reenacting that movie. So it's good. So good. I wish the, it, I wish I was like a prop master on the film so I could eat whatever they were because they were eating it. Yeah. So what do you think they were eating? Let's I mean, find out. Hey, what were they eating in that film? Maybe what were they actually? Marshmallow eating? cream. I mean, that seems stuff. The stuff. That's a good one. That's a good one. Do you remember the one, the part where he's like, they give the youngest child who doesn't want to eat this stuff some stuff. And he ends up eating like shaving cream. <laughs> he likes yeah, shaving what cream. Because what happens to them when they eat this? They become like a, they a, just a like, part of the the tribe. Yeah, they dissolve and they're all kind of brainwashed. Yeah, like the thing. No, yeah. no, uh, no. The thing was the in that. No, no, they live. They live. Remember? Yes. Ryder Ryder Piper. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. era of horror. John Carpenter. Yeah. John Carpenter. Uh -huh. Who 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 made this stuff? Larry Cohen, I think. Is that right? So. What did they eat? Is there any movie trivia on the online of uh, what did they eat? There was something from that era. Was it was Cool Whip? Did Cool Whip look like that? It looked. So I remember, yeah. Props are standing for real stuff. These are movie, movies included lots of Hagen Dog ice cream, yogurt, huh? and for one scene involving enormous avalanche like effects like stuff <laughs> crashing through a wall, through a wall, a fire extinguisher foam. Oh, uh, so that they, were, they were eating Hagen Dog ice cream, though. That's what they actually. That's all right. Like probably vanilla. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, that's cool. All also, right. Also, the, the lead in that yeah. is great. I think his name is Michael Moriarty. Yeah. So he's amazing. He plays like this corporate spy, and he his name is Mo. Mm -hmm. That's probably a good clip. He basically talks to these this group of men, and he's like, "You know why they call me Mo? Because whenever someone gives me money." I always want more, and it's 
he just continually says that punchline all the time, <laughs> like a recycled story, but it's so good. I think that's my favorite one on the list. So, all right, top five favorite films that you've recently seen from Racer M. Number one, Knives Out. Number two, Midsummer. Three, Us. Four, Tammy and the T-Rex. And five, and my personal favorite on this list, The <laughs> Stuff. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us um, on Entertainment Review with Racer M and me. And we'll see you next time. All right. Let's go get some haagen ice cream. Let's get the stuff. The stuff. Oh, yeah. All right, that was Racer M's cool eccentric list of movies. Surprisingly, I actually seen some of them. If you're interested in seeing any of the clips that he mentioned, go to our YouTube page at Sung's Garage. Leave us some comments. Give us a list of movies that Racer M should watch. Share some of your favorite movie crushes. And uh, y'all be good. Talk to you next time. Sam, we give a shout out to all the people that made Sung's Garage possible. We got producers Anson Ho, Sal Gatula, Gary Lee, Aaron Strongoni. We got music by the one and only talented Lyrics Born. And we got food, catering, and hugs and love by Mickey Yim. All right, thank you very much. And also, all of you guys that are listening. Till next time, peace out. <laughs> <laughs>